Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. We have a better covenant upon better promises, and we have a better relationship with God. We were at such a desperate place that Andrew, it was like life. It was just life that was coming from the television. And every area in our life has been turned right side up. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Wednesday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm in the middle of my second week of teaching from this uh, book, Discover the Keys to Staying Full of God. And I tell you, we've covered some powerful things already. I'm taking this teaching primarily from Romans chapter 1, verse 21, and it's talking about progressive steps that people take away from God or away from what God has done. And it tells you how they walk away from this and lose the benefit of God touching their life. And it says that, first of all, they don't glorify God as they should. Here in Romans 1:21, it says, "...because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened." And the rest of the chapter just goes on and talks about how people walk away and can actually come to a place where they are reprobate and no longer have any consciousness, desire for God whatsoever. So I'm teaching that if these are the things that happen to move us away from God, well, then we do the opposite of them, and we will never move away from God. Our relationship can be sure. We can actually get stronger in the things that God has done in our life. They should improve with age. They should mellow and get better with age instead of losing their potency. So last week, I was focused on glorifying God, which means to value, to prize, to put worth, importance upon God and on what He's done in your life. And uh, then I talked about being thankful is the second thing. And you really, you can't put the proper value on God without being thankful. If you forget what God has done in the past, if you are just so consumed with the moment that you forget your past, then it's easier for Satan to get you off track and get you into depression and discouragement and fear. But when you put everything in its proper perspective and you remember the goodness of God from days gone by, it just helps you. It's like, you know, some people wake up like a goose in a new world every morning. It's like they don't have any recollection of what's happened in the past. But man, when I wake up, I there have been very few days. I, I can't say that there has never been a day because I just don't ever do anything perfectly. But there have been very few days in the last 51 years that I haven't gone back and thought about when God just arrested my life and intervened and showed me His love for me and called me to do things. And I go back and I think about this constantly. You know, there are some people that I meet that you, they love the Lord at this moment, but you don't have any assurance that they're going to love the Lord by the time night comes or next week or next year. And it's because they just are so shallow. They are dealing with everything at this moment, but they don't have any history. I've got 51 years of walking with the Lord. I've been born again for 61 years, but for 51 years, I've been walking with God with everything I've got, and I have seen so many miracles, and God has done so many good things for me that I think about this constantly. And for me to just turn and walk away from the Lord, 
I couldn't do it because I've got all of this experience, all of this relationship with God. And there's many of you watching this that it may not be 51 years, but you've had God do things in the past that if you were to just really glorify that, put the proper value on it, and be thankful and go back and on a daily basis, just thank God for the good things that He's done in your life. It would be like an anchor that would hold you and keep you from drifting with you know, society's ungodliness and adopting their values and having the same problems that they have. It would, it would be an anchor for your soul. And yet many people, they just forget all of this. Like it says over in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 9, they have forgotten that they were purged from their old sins. You need to go back and remember these things. It is really important. SO WE WERE TALKING ABOUT BEING THANKFUL, AND IT SAYS IN PSALMS CHAPTER 69, VERSE 30, IT SAYS THAT I WILL PRAISE THE LORD WITH A SONG AND MAGNIFY HIM WITH THANKSGIVING. WHEN YOU START THANKING GOD AND REMEMBERING WHAT HE'S DONE, IT MAKES GOD GET BIGGER IN YOUR LIFE. IT MAKES GOD BE MORE POWERFUL THAN WHAT YOUR PROBLEM IS. IT SHRINKS YOUR PROBLEMS DOWN AND IT MAGNIFIES GOD, AND THAT IS A REALLY POWERFUL THING. LET ME SHARE SOME SCRIPTURES WITH YOU ABOUT THE POWER OF PRAISE AND THANKSGIVING. I'M COMBINING THESE THINGS. THERE IS A DIFFERENCE BETWEEN THE TWO, BUT THEY'RE RELATED. AND LET ME SHARE SOME SCRIPTURES WITH YOU. THIS IS OUT OF MATTHEW CHAPTER 21, AND THIS IS WHERE JESUS WAS ENTERING INTO JERUSALEM ON WHAT IS COMMONLY CALLED PALM SUNDAY, WHERE THE PEOPLE CUT DOWN PALM BRANCHES AND PUT IN THE WAY, AND THEY TOOK OFF THEIR OUTER COATS AND LAID THEM DOWN SO THAT HE COULD WALK ON THEM. AND THEY WERE SHOUTING AND SCREAMING SO THAT THE CITY RANG. THAT MEANS IT WAS REVERBERATING ALL THROUGHOUT THE CITY. AND WHEN THE SCRIBES AND THE PHARISEES HEARD IT, THEY WERE DISPLEASED AND THEY TOLD JESUS THAT HE NEEDED TO CALM DOWN ALL OF THESE PEOPLE WHO WERE PRAISING HIM. AND IN VERSE 16, HE SAID UNTO THEM, HEAREST THOU WHAT THESE SAY? AND JESUS SAID UNTO THEM, YEA, HAVE YOU NEVER READ OUT OF THE MOUTH OF BABES AND SUCKLINGS THOU HAST PERFECTED PRAISE. YOU KNOW, THAT'S A QUOTATION FROM PSALMS CHAPTER 8 AND VERSE 2. LET ME READ THAT TO YOU. THE OLD TESTAMENT SAID, OUT OF THE MOUTH OF BABES AND SUCKLINGS THOU HAST ORDAINED STRENGTH. SO JESUS CHANGED TWO WORDS WHEN HE QUOTED THIS. HE SAID INSTEAD OF ORDAINED STRENGTH, HE SAYS YOU HAVE PERFECTED PRAISE. SO BY PUTTING THESE VERSES TOGETHER, YOU SEE THAT PRAISE IS STRENGTH. AND THIS GOES ALONG WITH NEHEMIAH CHAPTER 8, VERSE 10. THE JOY OF THE LORD IS YOUR STRENGTH. AND SO IT SAYS THAT HE HAS ORDAINED STRENGTH BECAUSE OF THINE ENEMIES, THAT THOU MIGHTEST STILL THE ENEMY AND THE AVENGER. SO uh, PRAISE IS STRENGTH, AND WHAT IT WILL DO, IT WILL STOP SATAN IN HIS TRACKS. YOU KNOW, IF YOU ARE HAVING PROBLEMS TODAY, IF YOU'VE GOT SICKNESS IN YOUR BODY, IF YOU'VE GOT POVERTY, IF YOU'VE GOT RELATIONAL PROBLEMS, IF YOU'VE GOT, YOU KNOW, JUST ANYTHING, THERE COULD BE A MULTITUDE OF THINGS. I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER, SATAN'S GOT HIS FINGER IN THAT PIE. SATAN IS DOING SOMETHING ABOUT IT. SATAN IS PART OF THE PROBLEM. HE GOES ABOUT SEEKING WHOM HE MAY DEVOUR. HOW DO YOU STOP SATAN? WELL, THERE'S MULTIPLE WAYS OF DOING IT. FIRST OF ALL, DON'T COOPERATE WITH HIM. DON'T YIELD TO HIM THROUGH SIN AND GIVE HIM DOMINION OVER YOU. BUT EVEN IF YOU AREN'T WALKING IN SIN, WE JUST LIVE IN A FALLEN WORLD AND SATAN IS GOING TO COME AGAINST YOU AND THINGS BAD, THINGS ARE GOING TO HAPPEN TO YOU BECAUSE YOU LIVE IN A FALLEN WORLD. HOW DO YOU DEAL WITH THIS? THERE'S MULTIPLE WAYS, BUT ONE OF THEM IS RIGHT HERE. YOU START PRAISING GOD. AND WHEN YOU START PRAISING AND THANKING GOD, IT IS STRENGTH 
TO STILL THE ENEMY AND THE AVENGER. SATAN IS AN ABSOLUTE EGOTIST. I KNOW MANY OF YOU MAY NOT THINK OF THINGS THIS WAY, BUT IF YOU READ OVER IN ISAIAH CHAPTER 14, I'M NOT GOING TO TURN OVER THERE AND READ IT, BUT YOU CAN STUDY IT ON YOUR OWN. AND IT'S TALKING ABOUT LUCIFER IN VERSE 12. IT SAYS, THOU ART LUCIFER, THE SON OF THE MORNING. I HAVE CALLED THEE SO. AND SO IT'S TALKING ABOUT THE DEVIL HERE. AND SATAN'S SIN WASN'T THAT HE HATED EVERYTHING ABOUT GOD. SATAN'S SIN WAS THAT HE WAS JEALOUS OF GOD, AND HE WANTED THE GLORY, THE WORSHIP, THE PRAISE THAT WENT TO GOD TO COME TO HIM. SO HE IS JEALOUS OF GOD. HE WANTS TO BE LIKE GOD. HE EVEN SAID RIGHT THERE IN ISAIAH CHAPTER 14, I WILL BE LIKE THE MOST HIGH GOD. I WILL EXALT MY THRONE ABOVE THE STARS. I WILL SIT AT THE RIGHT HAND OF GOD. I WILL BE LIKE THE MOST HIGH GOD. HIS SIN WAS JEALOUSY. AND WHEN YOU START WORSHIPPING GOD AND NOT GIVING CREDIT TO THE DEVIL, BUT YOU START GLORIFYING GOD, MAGNIFYING HIM, AND TALKING ABOUT HOW GOOD GOD IS, SATAN IS THE ULTIMATE EGOTIST. HE CANNOT HANDLE IT. IT JUST DRIVES HIM UP THE WALL WHEN YOU GIVE GLORY TO GOD INSTEAD OF GLORY TO THE DEVIL. AND I'M JUST GOING TO INSERT THIS. I KNOW A LOT OF PEOPLE WON'T LIKE THIS, AND IT'S, YOU KNOW, IT'S NOT ONE OF THE PIVOTAL POINTS OF THE DOCTRINE, SO I HOPE YOU DON'T REJECT ME IF YOU DISAGREE. BUT I BELIEVE THAT THIS IS WHY EVERY TIME WE HAVE A HOLIDAY LIKE EASTER TO CELEBRATE THE RESURRECTION OF JESUS, SATAN COMES UP WITH A RABBIT THAT LAYS EGGS. WHERE IN THE WORLD DID THAT COME FROM? AND IT'S NOT THAT, YOU KNOW, THAT IN ITSELF IS EVIL. I'M NOT SAYING YOU'RE EVIL IF YOU, YOU KNOW, HAVE AN EASTER EGG HUNT AND TELL YOUR KIDS ABOUT THIS. THAT'S NOT WHAT I'M SAYING. BUT I'M SAYING THAT SATAN JUST CANNOT STAND US FOCUSED ON GOD AND MAGNIFYING GOD AND GIVING GLORY UNTO HIM. HE WILL ALWAYS COME UP WITH SOMETHING THAT TRIES TO DIVERT OUR ATTENTION. SAME THING HAPPENS WITH HALLOWEEN. IT STARTED OUT BEING A EVENING THAT THEY CELEBRATED BEFORE ALL SAINTS DAY WHERE THEY REMEMBERED THE SAINTS THAT HAD GONE ON BEFORE THEM AND THE GODLY THINGS THAT THEY HAD DONE. AND SO SATAN COMES ALONG AND THEY HAVE HALLOWEEN WHERE THEY DO JUST THE OPPOSITE AND GLORIFY WITCHES AND GOBLINS AND ALL OF THIS EVIL STUFF. AGAIN, I'M NOT SAYING YOU'RE EVIL IF YOU EVER DO ANYTHING ABOUT HALLOWEEN, BUT I'M SAYING I BELIEVE IT'S a, AN ATTEMPT BY THE DEVIL TO DIVERT OUR ATTENTION AWAY FROM SOMETHING GODLY. SAME THING IS DONE ON CHRISTMAS, THE ADVENT OF JESUS. WE STILL HAVE PROBABLY MORE GODLY THINGS ASSOCIATED WITH CHRISTMAS THAN WE DO LIKE HALLOWEEN AND EASTER, BUT NONETHELESS, I THINK THAT A LOT OF THE FAT MAN IN THE RED SUIT AND THE ALL OF THE OTHER THINGS THAT GO ON, IT'S AN ATTEMPT TO DIVERT PRAISE AND GLORY AND THANKSGIVING TO GOD AWAY TO SOMETHING ELSE. SATAN JUST CANNOT TOLERATE US GLORIFYING GOD AND GIVING GOD CREDIT. WHEN YOU DO THAT, DEMONS FLEE. THIS IS WHY WE START OUR PRAISE AND WORSHIP SERVICES AT CHURCH WITH THANKSGIVING. THE SCRIPTURE SAYS, ENTER INTO HIS GATES WITH THANKSGIVING and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name, for the Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever. It's not just ritual. It's not just form. But when you come in, you may have had a bad day where nothing went right, and it's been hard, but when you come into a church service, we come in and start giving glory to God and magnifying God with thanksgiving. And as you magnify God, it just... SHRINKS YOUR PROBLEMS. 
You know, here you are, and here's God, and here's your problems. But when you glorify God, the others just go down. When you glorify your problem, then the worth and the value that you're placing on God goes down. So the reason we come into a praise and I mean into a church service and start with praise and worship is to get our mind off of all of the other stuff that's happened and off of all of the problems, and we start glorifying God and magnifying Him, and it just make, it prepares your heart for the Word of God and for the prayer and for all of these other things. It is scriptural. You enter into His gates with thanksgiving, but it's practical at the same time because it starts glorifying God. And you cannot glorify God and glorify your problem at the same time. If you ever go to church and you just have some problem that is eating at you, maybe you had a fight on the way to church with your mate and you have all of this anger and stuff, when you come into the worship service, you do not want to worship God. You know why? Because worshiping God is the last thing that magnifying the problem wants to do. And if you just start glorifying God and talking about the goodness of God and praising Him for who He is, you'll have to let go of this anger and this bitterness. And this, this is powerful stuff that I'm talking about. This is how you keep the things of God fresh in your life. You just start magnifying God, glorifying Him, putting worth and value on it, and you constantly are thankful, going back, magnifying the good things, remembering the good things. You know, I often tell this to people when they lose somebody and they die. And I'll sit there and say, instead of talking about what you don't have, go back and remember all of the good things. I remember when my mother-in-law died, and I was trying to comfort my father-in-law, and I was talking to him, and he was talking about, but man, you know, I miss her so much. And I didn't tell him that it's wrong to miss her. It's, I told him it's good. I said, do you realize how blessed you were to have somebody that you were married for over 50 years? And I guess that they probably had a fight sometime or another, but it certainly wasn't obvious. They, they got along well and stuff, and I said, the very fact that you miss her so much means you had a great marriage. There's a lot of people that when their mate dies, it's a relief. I hate to be candid, but that is absolutely true with a lot of people. And so if somebody dies and you miss them, you know what? You can either sit there and think about what you don't have and magnify that, or you could go back and say, thank you, Father, that we had 50 years together or whatever it was, Thank you for all the good things. And you could go back and remember the good things instead of the bad things. And instead of being brokenhearted, you could actually be filled with joy and start thanking God. God, you are so good to have granted us a good marriage for all of these years. You can do that with anything. You know, even if you're suffering in your body right now and you're sick, you could go back and remember what it was like to be well and say, thank you, man, I didn't appreciate. I wasn't really thankful for how good things were. But man, now you ought to be thanking God. And as you thank God, it goes back to what I was reading. Jesus said that out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast perfected praise, which was the a little change in the terminology, for you have ordained strength. Praise and thanksgiving is strength to still the enemy and the avenger. And if you would go back and start praising God for how good things have been, it would just drive the devil away. You know, a good friend of mine, he's on my board of directors, Pastor Bob Nichols. He pastors Calvary Cathedral in Fort Worth, Texas. 
And he's been coming and speaking at my minister's conferences for 30 years or so. And anyway, Pastor Bob has had more than his share of problems. He's got a daughter, Janet, that was just a lovely young lady, and she had a car wreck and a head injury. And over a period of a few years, she started having seizures and anyway, had a terrible seizure. And I forget the exact period of time, but it's been like 20 years now that she's been in a semi-comatose state. She, she can do a few things, but can't really communicate other than maybe one word or something. Has to have 24-hour-a-day nursing care it's just a bad situation. And I was preaching on this very thing about being thankful and praising God that things are as good as they are. They could be worse. And as I was preaching on this, it was at a minister's conference. Pastor Bob Nichols was sitting on the front row and he just stood up and threw his Bible on the floor and he said, I've had all of this I can take. And he started praising God and thank you, Father, that things are so good. Thank you for loving us. And he just started worshiping the Lord. And most of the people there knew his situation, that his situation was worse than their situation. And yet they were griping and complaining. They couldn't bring it themselves to worship the Lord. And here was a man who was having more problems than they had ever thought about having, and yet he was just so thankful. He was so grateful. He was worshiping the Lord. And I mean ministers all over that auditorium begin to start falling on their knees and repenting and saying, God, forgive me. If Bob Nichols can praise God and be thankful, then I can do it. And I tell you, it's, it's just a powerful truth. And you, you, uh, most of you don't know Bob Nichols, but if you knew him, he is one of the most gracious men. I've never talked to him that he'll say, is there something I can do for you? He's always thinking of somebody else, even when he's in a bad situation. And he's just kind and he's gracious. Being thankful is a godly trait. On our program yesterday, I used those verses from 2 Timothy chapter 3, where it, talk, where it lists unthankfulness right along with all of the other terrible sins that are, you know, dominant in these end times. I'm telling you, you need to be thankful. You need to go back and remember the good things. It says twice in 2 Peter, in the first chapter and also the third chapter, he says, I'm stirring up your pure minds by putting you in way of remembrance. Did you know memory stirs you up it's a powerful force. There's been many times that, you know, I've been doing something like, you know, smell is a strong force. I read a thing in National Geographic that smell is probably one of your strongest senses because when you smell something, you actually have nerves in your nose that go directly into your brain. It doesn't have to be processed through the body and through all of these things the way that like touch does or something. And uh, a smell can bring something back. And I remember not too long ago, I was doing something and I smelt something exactly. I forget now what it was, but at the time it reminded me of Vietnam. And all of a sudden, I mean, just flashbacks. All of these thoughts came to me and they were good thoughts about how God protected me through Vietnam. But I'm saying that memory is a powerful force. And there has been times that something would happen that would prick my memory and I literally just pause and go back and it's like you could relive this. Now, a lot of people have fear of bad memories, but there's also good things. You can cultivate good memories. And this is what Peter is saying. I'm going to stir you up 
BY PUTTING YOU IN WAY OF REMEMBRANCE. THANKSGIVING FORCES YOU TO REMEMBER. IF YOU'RE GOING TO BE THANKFUL, THERE'S NOT A LOT OUTSIDE OF THE LORD TO BE THANKFUL FOR. WE LIVE IN A FALLEN WORLD AND THERE'S JUST A LOT GOING ON IN OUR NATION, IN POLITICS. ALL OF THE NEWS IS ALL ABOUT BAD NEWS. IF YOU'RE GOING TO BE A THANKFUL PERSON, AND IF YOU'RE GOING TO SPEND TIME, IF YOU'RE GOING TO ENTER INTO HIS GATES WITH THANKSGIVING, IT'S GOING TO FORCE YOU TO REMEMBER THE GOOD THINGS. IT WILL FORCE YOU TO TAKE YOUR ATTENTION AWAY FROM WHAT THE DOCTOR, THE LAWYER, THE BANKER HAD TO SAY, AND IT WILL FORCE YOU TO START FOCUSING UPON THE THINGS OF GOD. THANKSGIVING AND PRAISE ARE TWO OF THE MOST IMPORTANT THINGS THAT YOU CAN DO. IT'S STRENGTH. IT STILLS THE AVENGER. IT NOT ONLY AFFECTS YOU. THANKSGIVING CHANGES YOUR FOCUS. IT MAKES YOU THINK ON THE POSITIVE INSTEAD OF THE NEGATIVE. THANKSGIVING ALSO DRIVES THE DEVIL CRAZY. IT IS STRENGTH AND POWER TO STILL THE ENEMY AND THE AVENGER. AND THEN PRAISE ALSO AFFECTS GOD. GOD INHABITS THE PRAISES OF HIS PEOPLE. GOD TWIRLS OVER US, IT SAYS IN ZEPHANIAH, CHAPTER 3, VERSE 17, I BELIEVE IT IS. HE WILL REJOICE OVER US WITH JOY. HE WILL uh, REJOICE OVER US WITH SINGING. AND IF YOU LOOK THOSE WORDS UP IN THE HEBREW, IT MEANS VIOLENTLY TO TWIRL. THERE WAS A TIME THAT WE WERE WORSHIPPING THE LORD, AND JAMIE, MY WIFE, ACTUALLY SAW THESE ANGELS, and she, AND SHE SAW THEM DANCING AND TWIRLING OVER US. MOST PEOPLE DON'T UNDERSTAND THIS, BUT, MAN, PRAISE AFFECTS YOU, IT AFFECTS THE DEVIL, AND IT AFFECTS GOD. PRAISE IS ONE OF THE MOST IMPORTANT THINGS YOU CAN DO. I'VE GOT AN ENTIRE SERIES ON THIS, AND I TELL YOU, IT IS POWERFUL. YOU NEED TO LEARN HOW TO BE THANKFUL, TO REMEMBER, TO STIR YOURSELF UP THROUGH PUTTING YOU IN REMEMBRANCE. IF YOU DON'T STIR YOURSELF UP, YOU'RE GOING TO SINK TO THE BOTTOM. AND I TELL YOU, PRAISE AND THANKSGIVING IS JUST AWESOME. IT'S LIKE CHECKING YOUR PULSE. YOU KNOW, IF A PERSON PASSES OUT OR SOMETHING, ONE OF THE FIRST THINGS TO DO, PEOPLE TRY AND FIND A PULSE. THEY'LL FEEL THEIR NECK OR THEIR WRIST, AND THEY'LL TRY AND FIND A PULSE AND SEE IF THEY'RE STILL ALIVE. WELL, IN A SENSE, YOU CAN CHECK YOUR SPIRITUAL PULSE BY HOW MUCH YOU PRAISE AND HOW MUCH YOU ARE THANKFUL. IF YOU AREN'T THANKING GOD, THEN YOU AREN'T ABOUNDING IN FAITH. IT SAYS IN COLOSSIANS CHAPTER 2, IT SAYS, AS YOU HAVE THEREFORE RECEIVED CHRIST JESUS THE LORD, SO WALK YE IN HIM, ROOTED AND BUILT UP IN HIM, AND ESTABLISHED IN THE FAITH AS YE HAVE BEEN TAUGHT, ABOUNDING THEREIN WITH THANKSGIVING. ABOUNDING THEREIN WHAT? YOU ABOUND IN FAITH WITH THANKSGIVING. IF YOU AREN'T ABOUNDING IN THANKSGIVING, THEN YOUR FAITH IS NOT STRONG. YOU'RE WEAK. YOU CAN CHECK YOUR PULSE TO SEE HOW YOU'RE DOING SPIRITUALLY BY HOW THANKFUL YOU ARE, HOW MUCH PRAISE ARE YOU GIVING TO GOD. WE HOPE YOU WERE BLESSED BY TODAY'S EPISODE OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH. ANDREW AND JAMIE WISH TO SHARE THEIR SINCERE GRATITUDE FOR ALL THE GRACE PARTNERS OF ANDREW WOMACK MINISTRIES. YOUR GENEROUS PARTNERSHIP ENABLES US TO TAKE THE GOSPEL, THE NEARLY TOO GOOD TO BE TRUE NEWS, TO THE ENDS OF THE EARTH. May God richly bless you for your faithfulness. If you're not already partnering with Andrew Womack Ministries, we encourage you to join us in this great harvest today. Andrew's complete series titled Discover the Keys to Staying Full of God is available in either a CD album or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. This teaching is also available in book form. 
or you can get it in a companion study guide, which will deepen your personal understanding and is perfect for Bible studies, home groups, and Sunday schools. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. Or if you prefer, these products are available as part of the Discover the Keys package. This package includes the book, the companion study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album. This package has a catalog value of $80, but you can receive all of these valuable resources today for a gift of $55. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. Did you know that God created you for great things? He's placed His power and purpose inside you, and He wants to do more in your life than you can think or imagine. At Karis, get immersed in the Word of God and walk in power and purpose for a lifetime. It is one of the best decisions you can ever make coming to Karis Bible College. It's taught me what relationship with God looks like. It's helping me to get stronger so I can get ready for whatever God wants to do next. I wanted more of the Word of God in me. That's all I wanted. And I got so much more. I'm ready to take on the world. You have an amazing purpose, and it's time to step into the life God created you to live. A disciple is a person who continues in the Word until it sets them free. Karis Bible College. Change your life. Change the world. I'd like to invite you to come and join me this summer for our Summer Family Bible Conference. It's July the 1st through the 5th, and we are gonna have a lot of different speakers. We have a youth ministry. It will bless you. It will encourage you and entertain you, and it's just gonna be a great time for the entire family. Remember, it's July the 1st through the 5th, 2019, at our facilities in Woodland Park, Colorado. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Jamie, and we are going to tell you about our July the 4th musical that is going yes. to be spectacular this year. It's a part of our Summer Family Bible Conference, and Jamie is one of the Singers. performers in it. Right now, we sing in it. We sing traditional American songs, and then we're going to have some new songs, and it is called In God We Trust. It's an hour and a half of a lot of American history. And it'd be great for your teenagers to hear, your mm -hmm. children to hear. Very important this day and time. And it's it's got the most American history crammed into this of anything I have ever seen. We did it last year for the first time. It's new and improved this year. Part of our Summer Family Bible Conference. You would love it, so make plans to join us July the 4th 
for our In God We Trust musical. Thanks to the support of our friends and partners, Karis Bible College is able to reach more people with the gospel than ever before through the continued expansion of our Phase Two building project. For the latest information on the Phase Two construction update, go to awmi.net. We're excited to host the Kingdom Youth Conference here at the Sanctuary in Woodland Park, Colorado. Come and join Todd White, Joseph Z, Ryan Edberg, and Andrew Womack, August 2nd through the 3rd, for this power-packed youth conference. 